been studying Romans chapter 12. And if you could open your Bibles, um, there's some under the seats as well. Or if you just want to listen to the words. Um, This comes from Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Paul, again, writing to the church there. I'll give you a minute to get there. This is what he writes. He says, For the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sobering judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body. And each member belongs to all the others. And I've been thinking somehow, we've been as a church these last four weeks talking about how culture, some of the aspects of our culture, whether it's individualism or consumerism or materialism, how these things undermine our faith, but also how they undermine our community. And it's interesting because I've also been, at the same time, reading uh, some books on community. One was given to me by a friend who's actually, um, I'd say not following Jesus yet, but I've been praying for him that way. But he gave me a book on community. And it turns out the book was written by uh, a Mennonite man who talks all throughout the whole book about his church family. Um, and I've been thinking about our church family quite a bit and how grateful I am for you, for us. So just kind of in this last month to kind of talk about why I'm so grateful. On, on June 3rd, Wednesday, Tracy and I got this amazing news that we had been matched with, our, with a parent with, for our adoption. And we were excited. We were crying and laughing and Corbin was dancing and um, Corbin's our oldest son. And uh, it's interesting, the, I think it was that day we got a pack, a packet in, a, in an email saying, um, you know, here's some advice for you. You know, we advise you not to really tell, tell anybody about this. Um, you know, for certain reasons, if things go wrong, or, you know, then you have so many other people to tell. And, and Tracy and I, um, we've um, been a, f- a few times in that sort of situation, but we wanted to tell our church family. One, because if you've been on this journey with us, I mean, we've been praying and raising money and praying and praying for over two and a half years now for adoption uh, for a child. And we know that you've been praying alongside us, so we wanted to share that with you. And we wanted you to be praying with us. And if things don't work out, then we don't mind having to tell you. I mean, it will be difficult, but we, you're a church family. Of course we want to tell you. So that was June 3rd. So then on Wednesday, June 17th, a young man went into a church in South Carolina and shot nine people who were gathered there for a Bible study. And I remember coming the next Sunday and looking around our church and being so grateful that we were just here worshiping God. We were praying for that church, but things were pretty well normal. And I was thinking about what was happening in that church that Sunday. Their pastors and beloved people, brothers and sisters, had been killed. And I was thinking about how grateful I was to be a part of this community, how grateful I was for you on that Sunday. And then on Wednesday the 24th, the next week, it was Wednesday in the morning, Tracy got a call 
um, from our doctor that um, a lump in her breast had been, they'd found that there was cancer in it. And then I think later that day, we found out that Terry Napora, uh, a leader in the, in our, of our church in the junction, had died unexpectedly. And how he came the next Sunday and we, we talked with our church about it and we asked for your prayer and how grateful I am that how you've been supporting us, not only our family, with Tracy with cancer, but I know many of you who've gone through this similar journey. And I was thinking about it yesterday even more when we were at the Civic Theater and the place was packed with people from this church, from the Nelson Church, from the Junction Church, from churches throughout the Kootenays there to, to support the family and to remember Terry. And I'm thinking again of how grateful I am for this church family. And I know, like, as I talk about, like, how good it is, I know some of you, sometimes you feel like you've been here a while and you still feel like you're on the outside. So I don't mean this to be more difficult or painful to hear how great it is. And, you know, some of you still feel like I still feel on the outside. I would ask um, for those of us who have friends who have maybe expressed that to us, that as a church family we would do our best. We would pray and we would ask God to help us. And then we would go and include those who we've heard say, you know, I, I feel lonely even though I come to church every Sunday, I still feel lonely. I pray that you, uh, may we consider, that you pray about um, connecting with, with our brothers and sisters who feel that way. And it's interesting because all these things have been happening over this last month. And then yesterday I was reading um, a blog post or a, a, just a report from Jenny Johnson. Um, for those of you who don't know Jenny, she, uh, her and Nick and Ray and Stephanie, they're two families who live in our community who are in Mozambique uh, at um, Missionary Training School right now. And she was writing about um, kind of this journey that she's been on. When she got there, uh, it was difficult for her because of how, uh, you know, how dirty it was, how hot it was. Things, so many things that we take for granted, they just aren't there. Things are crowded and it's noisy and it's loud. And she was writing about how grateful that she's becoming for those things because of the community that's there. And she was talking to some, and it's interesting how listening to Jenny and then also reading this book about some guy who has a PhD in community building and talking about similar things. And she's talking about how she felt like maybe here in Canada we've traded, we've sold community so that we can buy things like more space and more time and more stuff for ourselves. And, and she was saying, you know, there, they don't have space. You know, here we think like, oh, I can't wait to buy a, a two-acre or a three-acre place so I have lots of room around me so my neighbors won't, you know, bother me or if they want to put up, you know, a rock concert, it won't, I won't bother me, you know. We think we want more and more space and we want, and then we want more and more stuff which takes more and more time and we want to make sure our kids are doing all of these things. And she said, there they don't have that. They just have each other. They just had the community. And she said how rich it was. I use that word on purpose, how rich it was, how they cared for one another. And I've been thinking about us and how, um, how grateful I am. So all of these things coming together, how grateful I am for this church family. People who've been helping us. And I mean, last night, I mean, Susan called me about a fire that was burning and Linda had called her and so some of Linda's guests came and stayed with the Lintermans. 
And I went there to go and see how I could help, and I ended up going to the story's house and bringing some of their stuff to our place um, so that they didn't have to worry about it if they needed to leave quickly. I mean, I know that we all have stories like this, ways that we help one another, we care for one another. And it makes me think of this passage again. Listen to it again. Paul says, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body. And each member belongs, belongs to all the others. And I say this as we get ready to share in the Lord's Supper, this meal that our Savior has given us to remember who he is, to remember what he's done, to remember what he will do. And I've been thinking about it this last week, how not only does this meal connect us with our Lord and Savior, not only does it nourish our faith, but it also holds us together. This meal is never meant to be just taken on your own somewhere, privately. It's always meant to be set in the context, in the setting of community, of church family. And so this morning, I would ask you that as we share in this meal, not only would we praise God, not only would we remember what Jesus has done for us, but that also that we would maybe look to our right or to our left and thank God for this church family who's here with us, who's praying for, constantly praying for each other, rejoicing when things are good, asking us how we're doing and coming alongside us when things are difficult. I pray that we would do that today.